Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Annalisa Giselle from the Health Hub in Times Square in Ballincollig, just across the way from the cinema there in Ballincollig. Good afternoon to you, Annalisa. Good afternoon. And thanks for joining us again. Now, a lot of questions in, so I'll get straight into them. And this is the first one from Jur. And it's regarding what's on her child's hands. Now, the warts, Annalisa, they were surgically removed, but they've come back. So any advice? So it's a difficult one um, because once you have that virus within you, it can flare at different times. It's the same as the cold sore virus as well. You have that virus for life and they tend to flare in stressful circumstances or maybe when the immune system is under a bit of stress. So I think supporting the immune system is always a good thing. Certainly going back to school, make sure there's a vitamin D for sure in there. And vitamin C and zinc is great as well. So Dr. Delish Clare does a lovely wart cream and it has been reasonably successful with some of my customers. So you might like to try that. And then the homeopathic remedy, Fuja, is generally very well um, effective as well. So it's spelled T-H-U-J-A it's a homeopathic remedy and you'll get it in any um, you'll get it in any health store Okay and I move on to another question Annalisa this is from Janesh and she's asking about sweating and hot flushes flushes. she's asking she gets them very bad and is there anything that you could recommend for someone who has the situation of sweating badly and also uh, having hot flushes so normally the first thing you go to for the hot flushes is sage tablets or sage tincture. So that is very effective for most people and it comes either as, um, as I said, tablets or as liquid, but you can also buy sage tea and you can drink sage tea throughout the day. can take a few weeks to kick in, John Paul, so bear with it for at least a month. And if you're still not noticing a benefit after six weeks, the other option is to go down the route of plant-based hormones. Now, these are great for other symptoms of menopause as well. So a lot of women who are perimenopausal or going through the menopause would have things like um, forgetfulness, um, you know, really bad forgetfulness, low mood, a bit of anxiety. A lot of women have disrupted sleep, joint pain or movable pain around the body. So joints could be sore in the wrist one day and it might be the ankle the next day. Um, These would all be very common for people going through the menopause. And I always think that the plant-based oestrogens are best for that. They are basically very mild oestrogens that are found in plants and they're called plant isoflavones. 
you'll get them in most menopause supplements and you'll get them in any health store. And what they do is they mimic very mildly the um, action of oestrogen in the body. So they help to sort of prop up falling oestrogen levels and help balance the hormones in that way. And if that doesn't work, then I would recommend HRT because symptoms of menopause or perimenopause can go on for quite a long time. So if they're severe, even though there are risk factors um, associated with HRT, it's definitely benefit versus risk for a lot of people. And for Louise in North Cork, she wants to know what is good for polycystic ovarian syndrome for a 30-year-old woman? Weight gains, hair loss and hair on the chin are the big problems for her. So polycystic ovary is a syndrome which means it's a collection of symptoms. And it's generally caused by a hormone imbalance where the um, cells are producing the the and the hormones in the body are being converted more to androgens. So typical symptoms would be lack of periods, facial hair, um, difficulty losing weight, um, and very difficulty getting pregnant as well. So generally, the hormone balance approach is involving supplements and diet, John Paul. So there's a big connection between insulin. And the effect that insulin has on the ovaries and the effect that insulin has on converting female hormones to the more androgen male hormones, which sort of drive the facial hair and the spots, the acne and et cetera, et cetera. So the best diet to follow is one that's little to no sugar or sugary products in there and a low carbohydrate diet. So a low carbohydrate diet, generally you cut out all the grains, breads, pastas, all sugar and sugary foods, but you've got plenty of vegetables. So it's not like a keto diet or a Atkins diet where you're just eating meat only. And then in terms of supplements that can help, there's a variety of different ones. But definitely the omega-3 fats help um, with the whole insulin connection. So get a good strength omega-3 fish oil. Also, inositol is um, something that has been found to be very good for people with PCOS. It's spelled I-N-O-S-I-T-O-L. And you can pay an awful lot of money for this on various different websites because they have marketed it very, very cleverly for PCOS and for pregnancy. You don't need to spend a lot of money on it. So go into your local health shop and get that in a seat all. Um, and then often you need to support the liver as well. So you're looking at milk pistol and the sulfur-based foods are very good for any hormonal imbalance. So you're looking at anything that smells sulfury, eggy, eggs are one. Uh, broccoli, cauliflower, onions, garlic, any of those strong sulfurous um, foods are excellent in terms of getting rid of, of old hormones through the liver and that way it helps bring a balance back to the body. Okay, and for Marguerite, she has been prescribed Synergen sleeping tablets but they aren't agreeing with her. So can you recommend anything else for Marguerite? The natural approach to sleep, John Paul, is not really, it doesn't put you to sleep. What it really does is it sort of brings down the busy body, busy brain to a calmer level. So it, the idea is that it puts you into a, a, a state that is conducive to falling asleep naturally. These ones would be things like um, the valerian, which can be very successful, passiflora, which comes from the passion flower, L-theanine is another uh, amino acid, spelled L, capital L, and then T-H-E-A-N-I-N-E, that's another one that can help with relaxing and calming. Lemon balm or Melissa, it's also called that herb. It's the same name for the same herb. Um, and you can find in the health shop different ones like Melissa Dream as a combination of magnesium, L-theanine and the Melissa lemon balm herb. The um, valerian blend from the Dr. Vogel range has got valerian and hops in there, which is very good for sleep as well. 
So you could try those um, as a starter. But the thing is, is that you may need to try them for a while because, as I said, they don't put you to sleep. They just really help you calm. So I would suggest that somebody start taking it maybe at around half seven, eight to start the process of bringing that whole adrenaline, busy body, busy brain down to earth and then maybe take another dose before you go to bed. Okay, can you help Helen out here? Because Helen wants to know how long does it take to take out a marina coil and do you bleed after it? And what would you recommend to take following this? I suppose it's highly individual. Um, so the marina coil is typically used as a contraceptive device, but a lot of people take get it for a heavy and painful periods. So um, it depends on your age as well, John Paul your periods will return after taking out the marina coil. And if they were heavy before, it's likely that they could become heavy again. Um, there are lots of natural remedies for heavy and painful periods. So it might be worth um, going down that route rather than um, if you felt, you know, you don't want the marina coil. There are other options for you. Um, sometimes taking a herb called Agnus Castus, A-G-N-U-S, Agnus Castus, C-A-S-T-U-S. Sometimes that can help with hormone balance, but... I'll be honest, I find that it's a mixed result from it. And generally, when I've recommended it to people and it doesn't work, I think that there is often liver issues. So the liver is overburdened and is struggling to detoxify. So it doesn't work as it should. In other words, maybe your periods might come too soon or they might last a bit longer and it takes a bit of while to find balance. So certainly try the Agnes Castus, but maybe just to be on the safe side, take something like dandelion and burdock to support the liver as well so that you're sure that that's working properly too. And Kathleen, she's taking a statin for cholesterol, but she's wondering also, can she take a lecithin powder with that? Yeah, that's no problem. So lecithin is actually often coming from either eggs or from soya. It's what It's very high in something called phospholipids, and this helps us make our bile uh, which is generally used for fat digestion, but also bile is very important for binding to cholesterol and getting rid of it out of the body. So it really only works in the gut. It won't enter the system at all in terms of interfering with any medication. So it's safe for everybody to take, and it comes in granules, and you can throw it on top of your breakfast cereal, or you can throw it into a yogurt. All right, good. Now, I'm not sure if you can help with this one, Annalisa. Um, it's a person here who's saying she was on 20 milligrams of statins, but she took 40 milligrams for a month by mistake. Would that be harmful to her? So the statins can be difficult, for, uh, can be hard on the liver. So what I would definitely suggest is that she goes back to her doctor and make, get her liver enzymes checked just to be on the safe side. Uh, generally, when you're on a statin, you should be getting your liver checked very regularly anyway because of the effect it can have on the liver. So in this case, definitely, it shouldn't be a problem because a lot of people would typically take 40 milligrams a day. So it shouldn't cause any issues. But if you're worried, go and get your liver enzymes checked. And a texter asking, what would Annalisa recommend, please, for a man who has neck pain and stiffness for over a month? So it's always a difficult one with neck pain. Um, Like from a nutritional perspective, it's not really a deficiency of anything. So it might be that you've pulled a muscle or that you're sleeping on it strangely. It could be a bit of wear and tear from the arthritis that's very common in the neck. It might be an old injury, which is quite common as well. So if it's muscular pain, the first thing I'd recommend is magnesium oil or magnesium gel as a rub, because that's very good for loosening out um, sore muscles. And you could also take magnesium if it's very severe as well. And that's great for tense, tense muscles, especially if they're cramping as well. If it's down to wear and tear arthritis, then taking a, a supplement that will support your joints all over your body against arthritis. And they would be things like collagen extracts 
are glucosamine and chondroitin. An anti-inflammatory one possibly with some turmeric in there may help as well if there's a lot of swelling and pain. And Jane is in Mallow. She wants to know, have you any cure for bad circulation in the hands and feet? A question we get a lot about uh, for people if they have bad circulation in, in the hands and also in their feet. So bad circulation can be down to a difficulty with the blood vessels or sometimes it can be a symptom as well, John Paul, of low thyroid function. So for circulation, what you're looking for are things like um, the uh, extract of horse chestnut or hawthorn. They're very, very good for the health of the cells of tiny veins and capillaries. And you can get those in supplements from the health shop. Um, If it's a thyroid issue, make sure you have your bloods checked the next time. Get them to check your thyroid. That would be combined as well with other symptoms, John Paul, maybe like um, low energy or sluggish system, sluggish digestive system or putting on a lot of weight and ability to lose it. So that would be more thyroid. Um, the other thing as well, there's a lot of people have something called Sorgren's syndrome, which is nearly an autoimmune disorder. And this causes, um, sorry, not Sorgren's syndrome, it's Raynaud's disease, Raynaud's disease. And this causes um, a shutdown of the tiny peripheral capillaries that go to the fingers and toes. Uh, when you're exposed to cold or or variations in temperatures. And the best thing for that is probably the omega-3 fish oils because it works very well to keep the blood nice and thin and flowing through those tiny capillaries properly. And it's also great for in terms of immune system function. If Raynaud's is an autoimmune disorder, it helps with a bit of immune balance. And finally, for today, I have a text here from a male who's in his late 30s. He's running around 60 to 80 miles a week. What would be good to help him with joints and muscles? Again, I suppose we're back to the magnesium, John Paul. Um, I think that's always great if you're doing an awful lot of exercise. Um, I'd always recommend it to people when they're training for marathons because if your muscles are tight, it can increase your risk of an injury as well. So there's lots of different ones on the market and some of them actually are very poorly absorbed. So you need to be careful. The best kind to get is probably something like magnesium citrate, magnesium biglycinate. And actually, magnesium malate is very good for the energy pathways as well. So your health shop should be able to um, recommend a good one for you. But you definitely want to, if, if it's causing a loose bowel, it means that you're not absorbing it and it's acting as a laxative in your digestive system. So, um, and you probably need to take about 300 milligrams a day. And using the magnesium rub before and after training as well can help. Okay, hopefully that helps you there. Uh, for the moment, Annalisa, thanks for joining us and we'll chat to you again next Monday. Thanks, John Paul. Thank you. Take care. That's Annalisa Giselle there of the Health Hub in Times Square in Ballincollig, just located across from the cinema in Ballincollig. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. 
Invesco Distributors, Inc.